Welcome to the new episode of Design Under Influence, where we look deeply into the business of architecture, engineering, and design folks, and um, help them put together strategies and or um, just FYI, good to know information on how to run their businesses using technology. And, you know, we're all pretty much in tech business. It's just some of us in architecture, some of us in IT, some of us are in sporting goods. But at the end of the day, like every company is needs needs to have technology to have an edge to survive, to do well, and to, you know, the, at the end of the day, like the humans are the most important part of our companies. You know, the people are everything to our organizations and they, they are enabled with technology. But today we're going to focus on how to, uh, we're going to talk about onboarding new employees and just give you, Boris and I will just try to work through a very quick and fairly precise um, plan. So you can have like, what do you call this? A worksheet or onboarding document? Yeah, so it's going to be a checklist, uh, a checklist for onboarding new team members into your architecture firm. All right, so let's just hit, hit let's hit that on right on the head because you and I spoke pre-show and we service a number of architecture firms uh, from an IT perspective, and you you were complaining about something. What were you complaining about? <laughs> well, I. I'm not complaining about our clients, but sometimes uh, what happens is, you know, there's not enough planning that's involved with hiring new people. And it's understandable. Sometimes when you just have a, you know, you have a hire and you're like, okay, we need to get this person right away. And they accept and you bring them aboard the next day and expect them to be ready to roll, except there's a problem with that, you know, they don't have a computer to work off of. Um, they don't have any accounts set up. They don't have an email, you know, an email address on your system. So a lot of that, um, not that I'm complaining about it, but yeah, a lot of that planning should be done beforehand. As a business right. owner, you need to think about those things. Uh, so, so that's a very cordial way to display things, but explain things. But, but like, the truth is, you said, okay, we get notifications on the day the new person comes in, it takes us two to three days to set up and test everything. So what do you expect your new employee to do? Just sit around for three days? I mean, I guess they shadow people if you have a plan, blah, blah. But I think that first impression, I mean, I've personally, as an entrepreneur, you know, running multiple businesses in the past, present, um, I've onboarded probably, I, I thought about this pre-episode, like 40 people, right? maybe more, right? not, 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 not hundreds, but you know, 40 people, I made 40 mistakes. So, <laughs> <laughs> hiring mistakes, just onboarding mistakes. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Most, I mean, you know, most people worked out, in fact, vast majority, if I think about it. But at the end of the day, you know, the impression is like your firm and I, as a prospective employee or new employee, about to start dating and we're going to have like my life is going to be, my life's work's going to be in, in, in your company. I mean, that's what I'm going to do my best work. And I want to work well, you know, I want to get my creative outlet in your company. And if I'm starting out with all these hiccups in setup, it's just, it's just unprofessional. It's, un, you know, it's, it's unnecessary. So let's give people, let's give folks a nice checklist of things. And then we'll have a downloadable here, hopefully for the show. So you can download your own checklist and just kind of check things off and make sure that Not hopefully we will have a downloadable for the show. I like your certainty. Okay. <laughs> I 
<laughs> so let's punch a few. Let's punch a few holes in this. Where do we start? Well, what's the process like? Like before, during, like how many days? What's the what's the plan? Well, what's the hiring so, should be so, from an IT perspective. Well, it yeah, it starts from. I mean, I guess we'll we'll look at it from the IT perspective, but in general, right? We need to have a plan of who we're hiring, uh, and what that person is going to do in our company. Right. Well, and, provided we have that. I mean, we're not like, all right. So yeah, we know we need an architect. I mean, that's, we know. So we need once we that. know that, right. We want to make sure. And usually it is what happens, right. You hire somebody and they're like, um, you know, they accept your job offer and they say, look, I can start in two weeks because I need to let my previous employer know. So in most cases, um, when somebody accepts your job offer, they can, they'll start in two weeks. So that gives you that buffer uh, to make sure that you, plan properly for, you know, for bringing this person aboard, at least that, right? Hopefully you've made, you were planning beforehand as well. So, you know, if you're hiring an architect, you need to have a workstation for them. You need to have Autodesk license or Archicad license. And so, you know, you need to have licenses for other tools. But even if you haven't done that homework, you know, this two weeks should be the time where you do all of this, right? You need to um, look and identify do I have the hardware for this person? You know, which computer are they going to use? Or do they need multiple computers because they're going to work remotely and they're going to go in the office? So we need to look at those things. Uh, which software they're going to use? Are all the tools that I have, do we have spare licensing? And if not, we need to buy the license right away uh, to be prepared for them coming aboard. So those are, you know, those are kind of two things where you definitely need to start. Okay. So once the hardware is in place and configured and licenses are procured. You know, what about email and documents and internal, like internal document security processes and sharing processes and Slack or whatever internal communication, like what, what are your advice? What are you seeing? How do, how do people handle this aspect of non-boarding? Well, so the computer is procured. It doesn't mean that it's configured. So let, you know, let's take a step back here. But yeah, so the next step, once you identify all the tools that the person is going to use is you need to go in and make sure that you create accounts for them in each one of those tools, right? So if you're using Gmail as your email system or G Suite as your, you know, workspace and document sharing um, solution, you need to configure an account there. We mentioned Archicad, we mentioned Autodesk licensing. So you need to create an Autodesk account for this person so that they can log in. You need to, you know, if you're using Microsoft Office, create an Office account. If you're using Adobe to edit PDFs and do markups and things, then you need to create an Adobe account. So all the, you need to go through a checklist of which one of the tools that the person is gonna use and make sure that they have access. So you'll need to create those accounts. Um, so that would be step one. Then uh, we, you know, we kind of start looking at configuring the workstation. What does that entail, right? So we need to make sure that we can create a login for the person to log into the computer. Uh, we then need to install all the software that the person is going to use. Again, going back to um, your design tool, your primary design tool, where it's AutoCAD, Revit, or Archicad, or Vectorworks, that software needs to be installed. Uh, Microsoft Office, that software needs to be installed. You know, Adobe or Bluebeam, whatever uh, PDF markup tools you use, that needs to be installed, plus all the other additional uh, kind of tools and plugins that you're using have to be installed on a computer. In addition to that, we need to look at securing the endpoint, right? And that means that, you know, your suite of security 
um, tools needs to be installed as well. And that's like antivirus, URL filtering, any type of other um, software that either you're, you've bought yourself or um, your IT provider is giving you backup software, things like that, um, that needs to be installed for that person. So it's, as you can see, it's a very lengthy and kind of step-by-step uh, process um, that has to be completed for that person to, you know, to be successful on their first day, right? That not only that, then we need to test each one of the applications, log into them, make sure that there's no weird pop-ups coming up, uh, make sure that the accounts actually, you know, can log in and now can send and receive email, can share and receive files, things like that as well. Got you. All right. So that's pretty comprehensive. Um, what about like password management? I haven't heard anything about that yet. Well, um, I mean, in, in, in this kind of overview, it falls under, in our, with our clients, it falls under the security tools. So if we're providing uh, a tool for password management, like LastPass, we're basically installing that as part of the, as part of the setup process and getting the person locked in and then making sure they have access to their uh, shared passwords for the whole company. Now, technical question a little bit, but a curiosity. Um, do you disable, if you have a LastPass running, do you disable uh, browser-based password key f- functionality? You know what I'm talking about. Um, password management functionality, that's what I meant. For example, Chrome has their own password management. You know, Firefox and you know, all those browsers have their own password management tools. Do you shut it off or do you don't bother with that? So it depends on the customer. Um, so some customers have specifically um, request us to disable that and it's part of their onboarding checklist. So we actually go in and do that. For other customers where we recommend it, but they, you know, they say not to worry about it, then we don't do it. So your recommendation though um, for a business is to disable uh, browser-based password management if you have uh, more of a overall management, password management tool. Yeah. So if we're using tools like LastPass or Dashlane, where one of the goals for the business owner is to make sure that all the passwords get documented into a shared repository so that people don't just walk off with passwords and nobody knows about them. We disable, you know, the Chrome extension or the Safari extension or, you know, Firefox uh, password uh, keepers. That's kind of a good little tidbit because, you know, when it comes to offboarding, which will be a separate topic, um, Mm -hmm. that's... That's kind of key. I mean, you left on good terms, bad terms doesn't matter. Um, well, hopefully in good terms, you know, you, you need to have your due diligence and execute offboarding process uh, with diligence. And you know, password. This is you know, access management is is huge, right? Um, but we'll cover that in this top, next topic. All right. Hopefully, we gave you guys enough kind of a good high level overview. The the downloadable doc. If you've gotten to this part of the show, downloadable doc would be available for you. That's a checklist. You know, use it, be professional, make your company look good, make a first impression, good first impression, and and start the relationship right with your new team member. Boris, any other additional things we didn't talk about yet that you want to like a little advice? <laughs> no, no additional talks on this topic. Uh, as you mentioned, stay tuned for our next topic, which is going to cover offboarding, uh, which is also just as important as onboarding. And everybody have a great rest of your day. Yeah. And if you need help, you know, that's what we do for, for a living, right? We're passionate about IT and how it helps architecture firms. And if you need help onboarding an employee, you know, getarchit.com, contact us and we'll be, we'll be there for you. Um, again, thanks very much for watching. We'll see you all next time. See you.